and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiacs.com, and thank you again for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on our Twitter feed, at Enthusiacs, or our YouTube channel, simply channel Enthusiacs, where all our video content and Let's Plays reside. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff, or Baron Fang, your usual host, and uh, I am joined uh, by Nick. How are you, Hello. Nick? Hello. And by the Black Dragon himself, uh, back in the airy, Vernon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, and I uh, might just ask, uh, as we do at the uh, top of all these podcasts, uh, what have you both been playing uh, lately? How about you, Vernon? Um, I recently just got an Xbox One, so I've been playing, uh, well, naturally, Fallout 4, mm-hmm. um, and a little bit of Halo 5. Oh, cool. Uh, no, de- oh, that's right. You tried the Destiny demo, but you've not gone further than that, right? Not yet. Yeah. Fair enough. You gonna dive into Metal Gear at some point, or are you really? Uh... Nope. No. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't, never had an interest in Metal Gear. I didn't really think you did. Yeah. Um, well, if you ever did uh, have an inkling, uh, we did it. We, as you probably well know, we did a Metal Gear uh, episode uh, mm. not too long ago that I found <laughs> very enlightening as someone who's only played about half the game. So. Um, how about you, Nick? What have you been uh, playing? Well, as always, I've been playing Tekken, and uh, <laughs> after that, uh, Hotline Miami, Kerbal Space Program, Darkest Dungeon, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Oh, wow. Uh, is yeah, Dark- I, t- I tend to be a little behind the cutting edge of what's coming out, but I try to go for the interesting stuff. Yeah, is Darkest Dungeon still in uh, early access, or is it a Yeah, yeah, now? actually. Oh, okay. I, uh, I've never played Hotline Miami, but I, I keep looking at this game called L.A. Cops, which kind of seems to be in a similar vein to that, uh, mm. but with a very sort of 70s cop show uh, aesthetic to it. So uh, I don't know. I think the best 70s cop show game ever was the original Driver, You Are the Wheel Man. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, oh, that was I got to be the only ago. person on the planet who played driver enough that when grand theft auto 3 came out when they switched from <laughs> top down to 3d i said that looks like a driver ripoff <laughs> yeah yeah that never occurred to me i played grand theft auto 2 on the dreamcast uh, years ago and uh, i when i saw Dri- i never really had that, uh, <laughs> that, that well I, ne- I i hadn't i didn't play it very much and the first time i picked up a controller for gta 3 i started pulling out like a reverse 180 <laughs> spin and stuff and people were like how do you do that you never played it it controls exactly like driver <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, let's get to our uh, topic at hand, which <clears throat> is one that we've been trying to get to, to for a while. Uh, we're going to talk uh, Nintendo, and uh, not so much a retrospective as we often do on the show. We're really talking about Nintendo in the here and now, and where they should be in the uh, in the near future, I, I think we'll, we'll say. Um, and uh, <clears throat> Nick, uh, I think I've probably got my two perfect candidates for the show in that uh, Nick has uh, covered uh, Nintendo-related topics on more than one occasion. Uh, it keeps over... coming up. It keeps being interesting. It, it does. Right. On the site in his Behind the Line column, uh, it's come a, cu- a couple times, and more than a couple times. And Vernon has been a, uh, uh, in equal measures, uh, hard on Nintendo and in their... <laughs> equally rooting for them uh probably as long as i've known you uh certainly before god even before the wii u uh really was fleshed out i think uh beyond the ridiculous name of course uh 
you've been um, had a lot to say on the subject of Nintendo. Um, well, I won't dispense with all of the sort of historical information. I might just ask uh, what everyone's sort of personal history is. Uh, my, I, I go back to, um, I go back even further than the NES. Uh, I actually played a couple of uh, fairly high-profile Nintendo games. The Donkey Kong series included uh, back as far as uh, the ColecoVision um, before they. I mean, I, I don't. Even, I, I assume at that point that we're talking pre-Famicom too. Uh, not that I would have known what a Famicom was <laughs> back in 1982. <laughs> so I know them from way back, uh, back when they were um, one of the uh, Coleco publishers. Um, uh, how about you, Nick? Uh, what would have been your f- your first uh, sort of um, exposure to the Nintendo brand or or consoles for that matter? You started on Donkey Kong, that Popeye ripoff. <laughs> For those who don't know, Donkey Kong actually was made because they, it was made kind of out of old Popeye arcade machines or like ripping off Popeye design elements. Anyhow, um, really, I started on the NES. Um, it was, you know, the thing to have yeah. as a kid. And um, I pretty much stuck with it. Uh, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, N64. I got an N64 before I had a, a PlayStation. Hmm. Um, GameCube. Yeah. Uh, Wii. After the Wii, I kind of fell off somewhere around there. Just there, The Wii was a little frustrating for me because there was clearly a lot of potential in the platform mm-hmm. to do very interesting things. Yeah. But uh, it didn't get exploited to its fullest potential, and it just became a little too gimmicky. And it's kind of disappointing. And right now I'm at a point where I look at the Wii U, and I look at its lineup, and I really wish I wanted it, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, there's I, a lot. Of, there, there's a number of really interesting things there, and it's like I. It's just it can't get over the hump for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I th- I don't think you're alone in that in that view. I've I've I'm among the people who've looked at it and gone, I want to want that more than I do. And speaking of interesting things with the Wii U, I'm going to keep pointing this out. There's that one video of a guy who managed to make a head tracking <laughs> setup, yeah, homebrew on his Wii, and it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I wish someone had done something more with that idea. It's yeah. awesome. We need that. It's it's great. Yeah. What. It, why didn't anyone do anything with that? Yeah, yeah no, I remember seeing that video years ago and just being astounded that it had that someone hadn't run with it further than just that messy sort of uh, homebrew prototype. Um, how about you, Vernon? Uh, you're, uh, I, I assume you're the youngest of uh, of we of we three, but uh, how far back do you go with uh, with the big N? I sure hope they don't come out with a Wii 3. Um, (laughs) That was unintentional. (laughs) So I think, uh, wow, yeah, the the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES, um, the only, I think there's there's two uh, of the Nintendo consoles that I didn't own, which are the GameCube and the Wii, which apparently were quintessential Nintendo consoles to own. Hmm. Um, But I, I... I skipped past those, the GameCube, because I couldn't afford it as a teenager, um, and the Wii, I just wasn't interested in. Like, like Nick said, it seemed too gimmicky, and I really wasn't interested in a lot of the kid games that seemed to be, I guess, propped up on a pedestal for this type of console. Yeah. Um, so in that, uh, you know, they had their Mario, they had their Zelda, Donkey Kong, all that jazz, but I just wasn't feeling it. 
Yeah. Um, so that that's as, that's as far as I go back though. Yeah. The, the NES. Uh, how about I, I got to point out something though with some of these the the interesting games that could come, could have happened on the Wii. If anyone here's tried the first uh, WarioWare game on the Wii, oh yeah, it it had all mm-hmm. kinds of interesting things that you had to do with the motion controller, mm-hmm. like uh, a, a mini game that was like the thing where you're balancing a broom on the palm of your hand and you had to hold it the right way because you would think, like, okay, I'll just hold it straight and I won't do anything. No, you had to do it, and it actually worked best if you were holding it this way. <laughs> it yeah. was just uh, wasted potential. Yeah. That sounds cool. Either of you uh, owned any of either of the handheld and uh, any of the handheld consoles, and I don't include a Wii U as a handheld uh, console, despite uh, what some people might think. Like game uh, Game Boys uh, for either of you, or DS. Yeah, or I had like a that? yeah, I had a Game Boy, I had a Game Boy Advance SP. Uh, I don't think I had anything else though. Yeah. I had a uh, Advance for about five minutes, yeah, and the screen was so dark. I'm sorry. I just gave it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I oh I'm sorry. Advance. I had a um, DS Lite as well. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. There you go. Can, uh... um, yes, I stopped at the uh, the arcade. Is by the time I the arcade, um, <laughs> <laughs> the Advance, yeah. the Game Boy Advance. Um, because by the time the SP came out, I was stupid and an idiot when I bought Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Um, so I was like. Yeah, Dad, I want the the advanced. Nah, the SP is kind of lame. It doesn't do this, this, and this. And he's like, "All right, well, it seems like that's the latest one. Maybe you should get that." And I should have listened to my dad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's where I stopped. Was the uh, was the advanced, not the SP? Yeah, I um, First I, I was actually gonna ask some, and I genuinely don't know this. I'm not playing this up. What's the name of the one that's out now? The latest <laughs> one. Is it the new DS? It's the new. It's the new 3DS. Wow. No, no lie. Like it's like the new Super Mario Brothers for the Wii, but it's the new 3DS. Okay. Man, they gotta get uh, back to naming things uh, in, in, a, in a vaguely sensible, <laughs> sensible way. At Nintendo, they've been. Uh, it's been a while <laughs> since they've uh, named something that hasn't been either confusing or just downright stupid or scatological. Um, well, one of the tricks with the Game Boy line is that, you know, you have your Game Boys, you have your Game Boy Advance, which was backward compatible to Game Boy, but there was more than one of, of each of these series. You had at least, like, three Game Boy Advance. There was the Game Boy Advance, the Game Boy Advance uh, SP, and yeah. the Game Boy Advance Micro. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not exactly sure where the generations skip more recently because you have, like, the... Um, those ones with the bigger the DS XL yeah something yeah. it's like you know when when is it at, when it when does it stop becoming another version of the same system and become a different system yeah yeah well <laughs> I mean what are you gonna do the the new new 3ds is more of like an I guess an upgraded version but it's not really yeah I think so stuff. I think I I am of the impression that it it is <laughs> the the generations are Game Boy Game Boy Advance uh dual screen and 3ds yeah but like that i said i haven't so i haven't really been messing with them so we could be way off base with a lot of this stuff i don't know yeah. you just opened my eyes <laughs> nintendo dual screen ds oh my god i never put that together <laughs> thanks for that 
So glad I could be most sense. Maybe maybe that's not what they had in mind, but uh, that makes the most sense. And I never even thought of that. Thank you. I believe that's what it stands for. Yes. Well, maybe we'll get to what NX stands for in the not too uh, (laughs) not too soon. Um, Exactly what we want. Yeah. Well, uh, look uh, for me. um, I when I think Nintendo, I I, you know I I think of some gimmicky hardware. There's been (laughs) certainly the Wii was not the uh, the the first gimmicky piece of hardware that they brought out. Uh, You know the the robot with the spinning discs. The Oh, the the VR Virtual Boy and stuff in the past. So Nintendo has shown willingness to experiment in the past, and uh, you oh. could say that the Wii and the Wii U were both uh, sort of experimental in well, different the, ways. Well, the the Rob wasn't necessarily that little robot wasn't necessarily a gimmick. It was to try to to get this just to market as a mm. piece of electronics rather than a toy. Yeah. It was Nintendo trying to shed the stigma that was around video games after the crash in the mid 80s yeah yeah and it worked yeah i mean they didn't really care about the accessory though that's why there's only like two games for it yeah (laughs) i was gonna say i i can think of one where these large columns would go up and down and the other one escapes me (laughs) Uh, might it it might it might come to me eventually i can kind of remember the screens but um, you know a lot, a lot of uh, a lot of things that people find familiar about about gaming uh, were were um, were Nintendo uh, ideas. Uh, there's uh, a lot, there's certainly a lot of franchises and IPs that have come through Nintendo that continue to be very strong staples of theirs that everyone recognizes from your Mario Karts to Mario in general, uh, and of course Zeldas and Metroids and other ones. Um, but uh, I think it's fair to say that although they're they're still pretty dominant on the handheld side, I mean I don't know what the sales are uh, DS 2DS versus Vita at the moment. I assume it's a complete ass kicking. Vita has essentially been abandoned by Sony. Yeah, it's yeah. been it's been dead for a while. Yeah. Um, I mean they're still coming out with like you know the 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 Japanese games and stuff like that, but other than that, the yeah. the, 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 the Vita, uh, poor Vita. Yeah. Wii U has had some sales highlights. Uh, obviously, um, <clears throat> Mario Kart and <clears throat> Smash Brothers have both been big, uh, big ones for them. But overall, I think it's fair to say that uh, that console has been somewhat disappointing and under- underwhelming. And considering it was first to market in its generation, I don't really think it uh, it made very good use of the momentum uh, that it could have had or should have had uh being first to market early. can be a curse in video games though oh, yeah. i mean saturn was first to mark not saturn dreamcast, dreamcast was first yeah. to market for its generation it died horribly yes yeah um uh, and and far more spectacularly than i think the, the, the wii u will be looked at no, as well. no the wii the wii u came out with a weak head of steam hmm. Uh, and it's it's similar to the the 3ds where they nintendo saw that there was something there and they stuck with it and it's i mean it's not setting the world on fire but it's it's not costing them money i don't think i mean i don't know what their financials are but the way the way things are going it looks like they're you know not exactly celebrating but they're like yeah it's it's okay yeah they're not panicking either yeah yeah it's it's just you know nose to the grindstone gotta work on it work 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 yeah and uh there's something out there um I mean, they, the the reason, the reasoning that they gave for wanting to be first and putting it out in 2013 um, was a, was was so that the competition wouldn't steal their ideas. 
Um, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's a couple of years later. Um, that's not the case. So in that, uh, I mean, do you guys, I mean, I, I don't know. It's the, it's the first of it's the first of the generation and everything like that that got out, so people wouldn't steal their ideas and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, the the the, the PlayStation kind of set the world on fire, and you know, a lot of the, the the successors and stuff like that from from other PlayStations to the Xbox and stuff like that, they kind of took some of those ideas and used it for their own consoles. So I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah. Well, I mean, and try to make it better, right? It, I think that uh, the the thought of stealing their ideas was probably more along the lines of they want to be the ones to disrupt the market with something disruptive. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean that's a real thing, man. It's uh, I mean I, I I think I look at the Wii U and I look at it. It this, this is a new interface and it has potential the same kind of way the Wii has had, um, but. In particular, with the Wii U, there wasn't much that came out. I mean, one of the things that that if Nintendo is releasing something disruptive, something that'll that'll kind of knock the market to, uh, over a little bit, uh, it is up to them to put forth something that demonstrates what this disruptive technology is capable of and why anyone should care. And yeah. really, they didn't do that. That was probably the single biggest failing of the Wii U. That and kind of the whole like, do you, do you have one pad? Can you support a second pad? Yeah, that was well, very curious. Yeah, and they can. Um, the I think it can, can support, support up to two. It can up support. It's in support up to two, and they're starting to sell them in Japan now, which doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> Why not do it beforehand? And I've commented on this a lot. Why develop something that cool and? innovative whatever you want to call it and not give people the opportunity to have a second one and have and game pay experiences that leverage more off of the you know the specific things that that thing can do i I don't get it why have it if if you're not gonna make use of it you know um yeah it's 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 frustrating And, and vernon you've been you were frustrated with the wii u for a long time before you ended up getting one but you know you you got it knowing that uh that you were gonna get at least a few of the um, you know the big franchise sort of games that you can pretty much trust, like Clockwork, that Nintendo are gonna you know put their put a good effort into, and and I don't think uh, you'd be disappointed in any of those. Uh, or, and I'm not gonna speak for you, but uh, it doesn't seem I'm like I'm not have disappointed been. in Super Smash Bros. That is exactly why I brought the why I bought the Wii U, and that was the plan. Um, you know, I definitely followed the the plan that I set for myself because I didn't really see anything else that I liked. I mean, now there's a there's the uh, the Yoshi Woolly World that actually my wife likes a lot more than me. Um, uh, the the Kirby Rainbow Curse game, uh, the new Star Fox game is coming out next year. Uh, uh, Xeno Blade Chronicles X yeah, yeah. Um, that that's coming out next week, I believe, as we're recording this. So you know, there's a there's a lot that I'm interested in, but it's just like you know, Smash Bros was the one to kick it off for me because at that point. You know, yeah, I, I know what it's all about. You know, it's a fighting game. I enjoy it. Like, people who play Street Fighter, for some odd reason nowadays. Um, so, it really just, it, it, it's it's about the plan that you set for the for the console. Yeah. And you know what? It was funny is that I was kind of disappointed with my purchase of the Wii U, but not so much because I had the game that I wanted to play. Yeah. Um, like, the console wasn't, like, as as special as as, uh, as you would think a, a new console would be. But I wasn't 
disappointed with the game. So maybe yeah. that's the takeaway is that you should focus more on the games as yeah. opposed to the console. Speaking of the games, uh, do you do you partake much in buying the older ports uh, from the e-store, Nintendo store, whatever it is uh, on on that? Like, have you ever oh, bought like an old version of Mario or whatever? Or... I, I bought Super Mario World and uh, a couple of the Mega Man X games that they have available. Yeah, uh, but that that's about it. Oh, and uh, Golden Sun. Yeah, I I owned a Wii back in the day and actually enjoyed a few of those ports. Uh, this is a question for you, Nick. I, I don't know if you would understand the reasoning behind this. Uh, Anyone, uh, anyone I've ever spoken to, or anytime I ever read about those ports, the the comment I get over and over is, why don't they do more of these? Why, why are they coming out so slowly? Why can't they get a price point that people are actually happy with? Is there a reason behind that other than them just like badly managing it? Like it just seems like they could, they have such a deep library of games going back to NES. Super Nintendo, why aren't they pushing that harder with this? Because they're not easy to do. So it's the it's the effort involved. Uh, in well, it, I mean, it's it's not. Or expense um, or time. Chances are, what you're going to want to do is actually basically rewrite the game from the ground up to run on your new hardware. Mm-hmm. Uh, if because I, I I don't trust emulators. Yeah. Ever, if if I can avoid it. Um, I mean, same sort of. Uh, it's same sort of thing they did with the PlayStation 3. It's backwards compatibility of the PlayStation 2 wasn't an emulation. Right. It basically contained a PlayStation 2 inside the PlayStation 3. That's how they did that. Yeah. And that's when, when the PlayStation 3 stopped supporting PlayStation 2 games. It's because they took the PlayStation 2 chips out of the PlayStation 3. Right. So I I don't think – I mean, I, I, I've never engineered an emulator myself or anything like that, and I never will, but – I would imagine that it you wouldn't get a very quality experience if you programmed into the system an emulator and were able to just feed it old ROMs, right. especially because those things weren't necessarily set up for modern displays. I mean, going from CRTs to flat screens to LCDs, it causes weird stuff to happen. Yeah. A lot of the old games were actually made banking on the blurriness of old displays. Yeah. Uh, so they, they, they might be tweaking the visuals there. Uh, and really, though, if, you, if you're if you going to put it on new hardware, you have to, to write it up from scratch again, more or less. Right. I mean, you can, you can follow the framework, but when it gets down to the machine code level, it's got to be completely different because all of the machine is different. Yeah. So it's not, it's not easy. It's not cheap. Um, it can be frustrating, sure, yeah. Hmm. But um, it, it's not like just flipping a switch and putting it out on the shop. It's right. not it's not necessarily like an ebook where you can put a, a scanner over a page or something or have a digital copy of it and you and you can like tweak it a little bit and put it up. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I just always thought that was interesting. I, I always wondered what what it might have been that was holding them back. And uh, yeah, if it's uh, it must be harder than I realized. If that's the case, a lot of the things that you think, why don't they do it? It looks so easy. And they're <laughs> doing it. It's probably because it's a lot harder than you realize. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, getting ahead more to uh, to where Nintendo's going, um, and and Nick, you've uh, you've written about this, and Vernon, you've uh, you've got some strong feelings on <laughs> on some of this. Uh, um, I might start with um, and Nick, if you know how to pronounce this, uh, D D N A D E N A. This company, yeah, that, yeah this company that uh, Nintendo has. Uh, 
purchased or uh, got there was a, there was a uh, swap of stock ah, or something, okay. but yeah. it, it was the same. Um, the way it works is it was like the same value of stock, but because Nintendo is so much bigger, they have a much larger portion of DNA than DNA has of Nintendo. Right, right. So uh, regardless of how you look at it, they're uh, they're involved, and uh, DNA seems to be uh, very much integral to Nintendo's plans to uh, become more dominant or dominate uh, the in, in the mobile market, which is a big step for Nintendo because... Uh, it wasn't that long ago that it would have seemed quite uh, out of left field to think of Nintendo getting in that space because of a lot, and, and some of that because of statements they made publicly, kind of poo-pooing the idea. Um, if, yeah. If the tra- if the Japanese translations were to be to be believed, it always seemed to me like they were very no on the subject. So that DNA announcement was pretty big. Uh, that that was precipitated by some changes in the structure or employment base of. DNA, I, as I recall from your article, Nick. Mm. Um, so, is that, and I believe that was back in May that you were largely, re, you know, uh, writing about that. Has has there been much uh, movement on that front? Is is Nintendo continuing to sort of quietly develop their uh, expected forays into the mobile side? Is any of that fleshed out? Well, there there hasn't been a, a lot talked about. Uh, what DNA is going to do or what part they have and what shape things are eventually going to take. What they do have is they've announced their first mobile-specific game from Nintendo, at least not from the Pokemon company. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it's called Mi Tomo, I think it was, where basically it's like you make your little Mi avatar and they can go out and interact with other Mi's. Uh, and that I think that's pretty much it. So it's it's, I mean there there can be surprising you know stickiness to something like that if you get into it, mm-hmm. little Tamagotchi social esque thing. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know that that's that's their starting point. I'm again I'm not exactly sure where DNA is going to fit into this. Whether it's just having, I mean I, I wouldn't be shocked if if they just looked at something and said we need. Uh, like um, someone who understands how to, to to market these games, how to get users to play these games, because those those are not small questions at all. Right. Yeah. Um, do uh, I mean Vernon? Would you see down the line the end game to, to this sort of thing being potentially like a Super Mario game on an Android phone or something like that? Like is that is that something that you could ever picture really happening? To me, that sound sounds. I like... wouldn't put it past the industry itself to. Mm-hmm. To, to at least try, yeah. um, maybe bringing the the old ones back to the to Android phones and seeing how people respond to that. Mm-hmm. Um, see, that's kind of the that's kind of the thing where I'm confused as to what this code name NX is because yeah. if they're looking to push, they're making this big push into the mobile territory. Um, you know, is, is it going to be something that you can play your games on your phone as well as this maybe attachment? To the Wii U, because ultimately it just it seems like they're brushing the Wii U under the rug at this point and bringing the new Zelda game and the new Metroid game to this new console or whatever it is. Um, so I, I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a it's going to be a cross between mobile and their their own handheld and their consoles and stuff like that. That would be cool. Um, 
you know, being able to play different games. Like, that's what Sony tried to do, but they failed and gave up on the Vita. Um, so we'll, we'll see. But I, I wouldn't put it past them to try to, you know, put some of the older Mario games or some of the older Nintendo games on mobile platforms aside from the, the 3DS to see, to gauge interest um, and then, you know, have people go from there. Yeah, I, personally, I don't see them putting a game like Mario, which is a very precise platformer, yeah. onto a, a platform where it only has a touchscreen interface. That doesn't, I mean, they'll probably be like a Mario game mm. eventually, but it wouldn't be like a re-release of the original Super Mario Brothers or anything like that. They'd probably come up with something a little quirky or something, maybe like an Infinite Runner. I could see Mario in an Infinite Runner game. Jumping yeah. on Goombas and whatnot, yeah, that would work. They'd probably come up with something else. Um, but kind of what you were getting at there with with the NX, that's actually my guess as to what the, what they're doing. It is it would be an entirely new console, but they talk about multiple devices. Yeah, I'm curious and, what to and hear and your take on this. Yeah, it's. I can't remember if I wrote on this one or not, but I, I uh, believe you did. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, my, my guess is that you're going to have a console and it's going to be able to say Bluetooth connect to your mobile devices, iOS or Android. And they would act as like secondary controllers or like you would have your Wii U pad and it would all be your phone or tablet or whatever. Right. Uh-huh. And and. That kind of makes sense. It like it would be a refinement of what they were trying to do with the Wii U, and mm-hmm. it would be taking lessons from other games and other systems and peripherals they've had, where the market penetration would be very limited by the availability of the peripherals. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wanted, to, I really wanted to play a game of uh, Legend of Zelda Four Swords, but you know what? I could never find. Three other people who had Game Boys <laughs> yeah. and could get us together at the same time yeah. with all the extra Game Boy Link yeah. cables and stuff. It's like it was never going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that'll just hamstring you right there. So, right. I, it, it seems to make sense to me. It seems to be a logical progression. Right. Yeah, and it makes sense as to why they wouldn't necessarily make the push to sell the game pads for the Wii U separately if they're just going to do something like that. If they were doing something like that, I I could somewhat get on board with it. Um, but there's also the question of the people that jumped right on board with the Wii U. What about them? Are you going to stop like making games for the Wii U because you've got this new thing out? Which depends on how cool it is and how they market it, which it definitely needs a lot of marketing. They didn't do a darn thing with the Wii U in terms of marketing. Yeah, there, there was clearly a lot of missteps with the Wii U from, from the name... I mean, one of the biggest miscalculations there was that the Wii attracted a whole lot of casual players, which is a market that that generated a lot of revenue, but there wasn't a lot there to convert them from like, okay, here's a game. Would you like another game? Yeah. And on top of that, there was the, the names were similar enough that these are not the savviest consumers who wouldn't necessarily recognize that this is a completely new the wii u is a completely separate product from the wii yeah (laughs) yeah like super nintendo when that came out there was no one who wasn't crystal clear that that was a that was a paradigm shift up to another level you know it was clear as a, a bell that it was a new generation new new capabilities yeah the the nature of the market from from the nes to super nes 
what it was then to what it is now in the Wii to Wii U transition, it, it's completely different, too. I mean, let's be honest. There were a lot fewer video game players back then. Yeah. Mm. And it was a lot more... Chances are, because uh, there were fewer, partially because there were fewer, that if you were into it, you were much more into it than, than most people who own a system would be today, on average. Yeah. And you wouldn't need to have these distinct distinctions necessarily spelled out to you crystal clear because you're invested. You know this stuff uh, already. Yeah, and, and all of the adver- – there, there was a lot more advertising to make things clear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I never I, – I mean up until uh, the start of this uh, this phase of the DS, it, um, I've never gotten to a point where I was so confused about an offering that I honestly had to ask somebody what's the newest <laughs> version. But that day has finally come, uh, and I don't blame my age solely, although I'm certain that's some sort of a factor in there. Um, <laughs> uh, so just without um, – leaving the nx behind just yet uh it, un- unless i'm uh and, and I, i'm trying to stay away from this uh, as as much as possible up until this point I, i've kind of steered clear of a lot of the speculation because i'm I, i'm just kind of uh I, i'm not I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be interested again when nintendo do something does something that interests me but is the nx going to sort of is the aim there to kind of uh, blur the distinction between a, a, a home console and a, and a portable console and just not have that distinction any longer? Is, is that kind of part of the idea that you're not going to be tied down with a, uh, a, a, a large box any, any longer and it's going to be something that's just innately more portable? Is that, or, it, it, you know, it, or it, like, is it still going to be hooked up to a TV? Uh, is that, or is it just going to be able to do both? That would be nice if it was a departure from what we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they'd have to be really clear on what exactly we're supposed to be buying here. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I'm hoping that they're more aware of what they're doing now in terms of okay, we need to tell people exactly what this is. Um, mm-hmm. Be very clear on it, and hopefully people will buy it. Um, but uh, I, I'm hoping that it's like a different thing altogether and not more of the same because if it's yeah. more than this if it's more of the same it's just going to piss a lot of people yeah. off well your your favorite theory nick uh, being the two devices uh side of things is that is that anywhere close to what i just mentioned where it's kind, kind of, of capable I, to do I, both? Actually, that um that, that hit on another thought that i had but i i never really talked about it because there isn't anything uh there would be other waves going on if that were the case like yeah. um you know, remote play, like using the console as the main power source and it just streams the the uh, the play information to a remote device and the remote yeah. device sends it back, uh, you know, streaming gaming. That that could be a part of it, too. But I would imagine that if that were the case, Nintendo wouldn't be building that kind of service from the ground up. Right. I mean, another thing, let's be honest about Nintendo doesn't exactly have the most solid online gaming presence. Right. Um, so I, I I wouldn't imagine they'd go that far in on that one all on their own. Hmm. So I would have I would think that they would make one of those kinds of acquisitions of a streaming service as well, um, like uh, uh, Gaikai. I think someone else bought Gaikai, but you know yeah. Sony, something along Sony, those yeah. lines. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Yeah, Sony grabbed them up yeah. and made a big deal about it last year at E3, yeah. and nothing's come of it. Um, lastly, on the uh, NX side, is there 
is there, are there dates associated with this yet? Uh, like they obviously haven't so. declared a death. They haven't declared a, a date, a death date on the Wii U yet, or or told said when they're going to stop supporting it or anything yet. So it's it's just a TBA at this point, right? They're, like it's all yeah. All that's all that I think is really known yet is that the dev kits are out at developers now. But oh. I I don't think we're going to be getting much uh, leaked in terms of information from that either because they'll probably have very solid NDAs in place. And I believe Nintendo – I saw a mention about this somewhere. Nintendo has a clause in their contracts that requires your office to be secure. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah, there's going to be – If does leak, someone's in big trouble. Oh, yeah. Someone's being taken to court. Um, so the, the – uh, I guess the thing is that they're going to announce something about it at at uh, next year's E3. Um, or, I mean, Nintendo doesn't really play the E3 game anymore. Um, you know, they address their fans directly with the Nintendo Direct stuff. Um, so they, they don't really have a lot to bring to E3 because they've already told their fans about it uh, with the Nintendo Direct stuff. So the main point that I make with this is that... Um, it's either going to be an E3 or one of their Nintendo Direct things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, ultimately it's just going to be like, hey, here's this new thing, and uh, we hope you buy it. Yeah. And here's the name, and please, <laughs> we hope you like it more than the last one. Pre-order. Pre-order now. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's going to be interesting. And uh, also on the device, two-device side, uh is there is there going to be a uh, Nintendo console, Nintendo handheld distinction anymore if 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 this plays out? Like, is, does this mean the end of the Game Boy line? If 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 there's or is there going to continue to be a, a market for these uh, less expensive, you know, specifically handheld devices, or, or can they can they coexist if NX is actually uh, what we're speculating it might be? I would say that the handheld market has has had a big question mark over it for a while now since the the significant emergence of mobile gaming. Yeah. But I I think what it really comes down to is if it's still profitable, they'll probably keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's a, a sort of a dumb a dumber device or a less capable device, I guess uh, you're right. If there's still a market for it, why wouldn't they, right? Well, device uh, hardware specs don't really mean a whole lot, particularly on a on a on a smaller device, a mobile or a handheld. Yeah. I mean, it's it's especially these days where our our processing capabilities are getting advanced to the point where studios actually can't afford to fill out the 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 art assets. Like the the production costs are getting so huge for your serious like huge graphically intensive beautiful games, it's so expensive that you're gonna. See, that's one of the reasons why indies have kind of grown is because they don't want to, people don't want to compete there. It's too costly, mm-hmm. so they they scale everything back. And when you do that, you also you know you can run on a much simpler device. Yeah. Yeah. Um, part of part of that's actually part of one of the disappointments of the Vita is because there was, or has been some push to get better indie support on the Vita. Yeah, and it's not come to much, at least not a lot of support or push from Sony anyway. Nope. Um, well, yeah, uh, with, the, with the, I mean, I think it's less of, with, with mobile stuff. It's less about specs and more about market penetration. How many of these devices are out there, yeah. and that's how many of 
your game you can sell on that device. Mm-hmm. It's like the the old story about them printing more ET cartridges than there were Ataris in the market. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you end up uh, burying them in the desert to, to, to get rid of it. Um, I'll start with you, Vernon. Uh, if, if what would you like to see Nintendo do in 2017? Uh, so, sorry, 2017, 2016. Um, like just to, across the board uh, with the Wii U, with the the DS, and and with news of the of the NX. How would, uh, if, if it was up to you, uh, what what would you like to see them doing over the next year? I would like to see the. NX be <laughs> something I would like to see the NX reveal be something of a connection between the Wii U and the 3DS and whatever phone that you have um, as in you know the 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 next whatever generation of cross-platform gaming because there's been there's been a, there's been a lot of teasing about it um, with the with the Super Smash Brothers, uh, you know the the console version versus the the 3DS version. Um, there's been a lot of teasing about it from the PlayStation Vita to the the PS4 and the PlayStation 3, which all sounded like great ideas, but they did not pan out. Um, I'm hoping that if I were if I were just like a you know, <laughs> and I've come I've I've said a lot about this before in terms of like. Why instead of the gamepad, which seems clunky and uncomfortable, and it is clunky and uncomfortable, um, why not just use the 3DS um, or the 2DS? Because you you already have these things here that hmm. you know you're not really you know connecting at all, and you do this BS kind of connection with the Super Smash Brothers. You kind of and the and Amiibos especially. Um, you know you can connect uh you can connect amiibos amiibos excuse me from either from either of those so it's just a matter of okay well how do we make that work on a larger scale i hope that's what they're doing that's probably not what they're doing it's probably going to be a new console um with a lot more third-party support um maybe some mobile stuff thrown in there where you get some digital cards or something i don't know you know those stupid things that companies try to do to get you in, to get you enticed look at steam um yeah. so in that uh I, that's what i'd like to see but i don't think they're going to do it i think it's more of the second thing um yeah so anyway <laughs> how about you nick uh, what what would you what would you like to see next year out of them or uh, speculate you could we could see well i i, I guess what I'd say I'd like to see out of Nintendo is pretty much the same thing I always want to see out of Nintendo is something that is innovative and, and disrupts the market and shows us a new way, a, a new look on things, a new spin on things. I mean, Nintendo is created, they've, they've worked in the past to perfect genres or invent whole new ones in, in terms of game design itself. Uh, with the NX, let's, let's see what it is. Let's, let's hope it has something interesting about it that that is compelling and mm-hmm. offers us a new experience i want a new experience and nintendo's been the one to 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 often pave the way for things like that you know they gave us modern rumble packs and and uh uh, uh, uh analog sticks and and uh i don't know I, i've gone over this stuff in the past but they they innovate a lot motion controls obviously um yeah, Beyond I, I, that, I'd, I'd 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 like to see them come out with something or more things that um, show 
what can be in, an interesting experience with the Wii U. I mean, there's certainly stuff there, and there's stuff out there that already exists, an interesting experience with the touchpad, but uh, the, I don't know. I can't exactly put my finger on exactly why nothing has really resonated, but clearly um, there hasn't been that killer app. Almost every console that comes out needs to have that killer app that converts people like like we were talking about before i want to want the wii u uh but it doesn't have that one that one killer app that gets me over the hump yeah for you i guess it would be like a really bitchin tekken nintendo crossover game that uh would really (laughs) push all your buttons probably not i mean you know um in terms of just like game design interesting game design splatoon is a great idea you know but it doesn't it doesn't require i mean it's a great design but it doesn't require the wii u it can be done on any dual analog controller yeah you know what what is an experience that the wii u could give us that only the wii u could give us that can only happen with that touch hat great point yeah um something like uh 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 i I don't know if the Wii U pad has a camera in it or not, but if you started mixing the game with augmented reality stuff, like if you held the gamepad up to the screen and something was happening, something flies off the screen, and with the gamepad you can see it rolling through your room. Hmm. I don't know. That'd That'd actually be pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's clearly stuff that you can do with this, but there, 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 there really hasn't been that again that killer app to really demonstrate just what the limits of what this technology can do is yeah it's oh and especially if you had that gamepad that could give you augmented reality and all this like other window into things or use it as a scanner as and like say you hold it up and it's like an x-ray for what you see on the screen and you mix that with the head tracking thing <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah yeah that would be crazy yeah yeah, no, I, I agree with you, uh, Nick. I, I'd like to see more innovation. And, and Vernon, I'd, I'd like to see some clarification on uh, whether or not this uh, co-mingling of, mo- of uh, portable and and non is, uh, is something that they're going to be able to do something interesting with. Um, also, be curious to find out uh, when the use-by date on the Wii U is exactly. Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, per- for me personally, I don't have any interest, and I doubt there's going to be anything... Uh, that's going to rope me in. I'm really waiting to see what they're going to do next time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, very, very hopeful that uh, 2016 uh, will offer some insight into that. Um, yeah, because I've been a Nintendo fan in the past, and I um, I think I could be again. Um, just, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to see something uh, worth turning up for, as a consumer, anyway. You know, um, something I, I as much as like we talk about Nintendo as much as we kind of bad talk them or give them positive feedback or whatever, um, they always have our attention. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'd never count them out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like right. the point the point Nick made is uh, a lot of these innovations along the way have been down to them, and uh, I don't think we've reached a point where they're out of ideas yet. Um, I mean, hey, hey, speaking of innovations, here's another one. What's one of the big trends or one of the big, like, forward-thinking things in, in gaming right now? Is VR. Guess VR, who was the yeah. first gaming company there? Yeah. The Virtual <laughs> exactly. Boy. Exactly. Yeah. An idea 20 years ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no good, good, good point. They've uh, they've all they've often been ahead of the curve. Um, 
Uh, and, so, uh, sometimes being ahead of the curve means you will crash and burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In in bright, vivid red. <laughs> uh, well, I actually liked the virtual boy. <laughs> I tried it, it did once. Did not give me headaches. I tried it once. I I didn't get the headaches either. I just uh, I, I I knew that I it wasn't going to be for me. Um, well, thank you to you both. Uh, you were definitely my uh, my first choices for Nintendo discussion. And uh, I I like I said before, um, we I think it'd be worthwhile to do sort of a Nintendo retrospective at some point, perhaps uh, after the <clears throat> the Wii U is dead and buried, or or at least when the uh, the funeral is announced. It's entirely possible, too, to, to just consider this, that they'll support both simultaneously, and they'll okay, set it yeah. up in such a way that the Wii U and the NX can basically have the same releases. They may even be cross-compatible, yeah. oh, just that's... wrapping it up in a different way. Yeah. I don't know. That's just a thought. Yeah. Oh, that that could be interesting. I mean, I mean the, the, like, the Wii, I, I, I think it still has stuff coming out for it. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. So, I mean, just, just because... They, they may stop producing. It doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be dead. I mean, hell, here's another one I wrote about is that the the uh, Sega Master System. Yeah. Still around, <laughs> live and kicking in Brazil. Still going. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I mean, yeah. what, what does dead date mean? They're not producing it anymore? Well, I'm sure they'll be happy to take the licensing fees if someone wants to make another game on it. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it could be around for for years to come. Uh, yeah, but it might be worthwhile looking back at well at, uh, at what they've done. Thanks, guys. Um, as I mentioned up at the top, uh, uh, we've got our Twitter feed at Enthusiacs. If you want to follow us there, our YouTube channel is simply Channel Enthusiacs. Uh, Nick regularly contributes his uh, behind the line column where he gives a uh, someone with developer experience perspective on uh, Nintendo and other matters. Um, you can uh, join our forum, uh, on, which is accessible from the front page of Enthusiacs.com if you want to invo- be involved in the discussions there. Our email address for this podcast is pointstreak at Enthusiacs.com if you have any questions or feedback or suggestions for show ideas. Uh, thanks once again to Nick and to Vernon. Thank you, guys. And uh, please join us again on another episode of Point Streak. Thank you, guys. <laughs>